Uhuru, Uhuru, and welcome. You're listening to Reparations in Action, the podcast and FM radio show broadcast live every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Black Power 96.3 FM in St. Petersburg, WBPU. Uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, and now available on podcast as well. You can follow us on Reparations Act in Action on Podbean by going to uhurusolidarity.podbean.com. Reparations in Action is the weekly program of the Uhuru Solidarity Movement, the organization of white people working under the leadership of the African People's Socialist Party, organizing in the white community to build the movement for reparations to African people at home and abroad. So, um, And I also want to mention that today we're very excited to announce that we are in the midst of a station-wide fund drive. So we are calling on listeners to support this institution of self-determination for the black community, for the African community, which you can do by going to blackpower96.org slash donate. That's blackpower96.org forward slash donate. Or you can go to the phone and make a pledge of support by dialing one 979 2796 and we do encourage people to do that to uh, donate generously we have a goal of $500 over the next two weeks we'd like to raise that $500 today yes we we already have some people we want to thank I want to introduce my co-hosts Jesse Neville chair of the Uhura Solidarity Movement Uhura Jesse Uhura Jamie Good glad, to be here. Glad to be back in the studio with you again, comrade. And as always, our chairwoman of the African People's Solidarity Committee, Penny Hess. Uhuru and welcome, Penny Hess. Uhuru, great to be here. Great to be back again. Uhuru, chairwoman Penny. And as always, we want to begin by saluting the leadership of the African People's Socialist Party, Chairman Omalia Shatella, who has led the struggle for liberation of Africa and African people, uh, led by the African working class for over 50 years. We'd also like to salute our leadership in the African People's Solidarity Committee, yourself, Chairwoman Penny Hess, and Black Power 96.3, which is a project of the African People's Education and Defense Fund, uh, addressing grave disparities in human rights, health and health care, and economic development faced by the black community. So we'd like to thank uh, Black Power 96 for giving us this platform every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to bring you the message of solidarity with African liberation and with reparations. So let's get into the main topics that we're going to talk about on this busy day. Before we jump in, um, it's great to be back on Black Power 96 and uh, I want to just join you in saluting this incredible radio station. And as you mentioned, we do have a a goal for the funding drive that's happening in February. So I thought I could mention the people who have contributed at this time um, yes. and thank them because we we want to make the, we want to raise five hundred by the end of this program. So mm-hmm. let's get a little head start. We're only three minutes into the program, and we have a commitment of a donation of fifty dollars from Lisa Watson, who's All tuning right. in live. Uhuru, right, Lisa, tuning you. in live from Minneapolis, watching on Facebook. Uh, Sean Neville, all right, that is actually yeah. my brother, is going to put in ten dollars. So Uhuru to Sean. Um, Chairwoman Penny Hess has committed to put in twenty five dollars, which is great. All right, as well as a contribution of twenty five from the African People's Solidarity Committee, and I would like to add twenty five to that as well, which means that we've raised one hundred and thirty five dollars today for the absolute greatest radio station on the planet Earth, the only radio station owned and controlled by the black working class. Excellent. 
that, that is fantastic. We really appreciate everyone who's contributed. It is so significant to support this radio station that is owned by the black community, that is run in the interests of the African working class of the black community. And I'd just like to encourage everyone that, that heard about those donations to keep it coming. Whatever you're able to do is so meaningful and helpful. Let's. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let's make that 135 145 with a $10 All donation right. for me. All right. And uh, we encourage everyone... Uh, to do whatever you're able to do, support this incredibly dynamic radio station that is truly a community radio station here in the heart of the African community, of the black community in St. Petersburg, Florida, which you can do by going to blackpower96.org slash donate, or you can go to the phone and make a pledge of support by dialing 1-888-979-2796. So, um, as I said, my name is Jamie Simpson, your co-host of Reparations in Action, and today we're going to talk about, among other things, uh, the GEO Group, the struggle in Boca Raton, Florida, mm-hmm. and Apple and Google sued for Congo child labor. All right, and we also have a surprise special guest joining us later in the program, so stick around to find out who that is. Yes, we're really I'm, excited for that. I'm a big fan of this guest. And uh, we're, we're going to get to that and uh, can continue with those wonderful donations and pledges to this outstanding radio station. Today, for our discussion about reparations in the headlines, we want to start about the struggle against private prisons. This is an ongoing issue. In this segment, we will sum up the work that the Uhuru movement, including the African People's Solidarity Committee and Uhuru Solidarity Movement, are involved in on the ground to build the movement for reparations to African people as a revolutionary demand. And that is an important distinction. Uh, Chairwoman Penny Hess, Comrade Jesse, this year the Uhuru Solidarity Movement is planning a major political action to target the moneyed sector of parasitic capitalism, including but not limited to the parasitic diamond trade and the colonial prison industry. So let's talk about prisons. It seems like there's a lot of motion right now against the private prison industry, with even the state of California passing a bill, AB32, to ban the operation, ostensibly, of private prisons, and several Democratic presidential candidates who are calling for the abolition of private prisons as part of their platform. So let's sum this up. All right. Well, I can uh, I can jump in here and um, yeah, this is part of something that the Uhuru Solidarity Movement, as the white organization under the leadership of the African People's Socialist Party, is going to be carrying out in full force in this upcoming year. And we are developing a campaign based on the call from Chairman Omalia Shetela for the Solidarity Movement to escalate the struggle for reparations mm-hmm. into the highest echelons of of capitalism, of parasitic capitalism, going to the moneyed sector, the ultra-moneyed sector, meaning those CEOs, those Fortune 500 CEOs and corporations whose fortunes are drenched in the stolen blood and resources of African people, and demanding that they pay reparations to the Black Power Blueprint, to the programs of the African working class fighting for self-determination and economic development in their own hands, and fighting to repair and overturn the horrendous damage and and oppression and injustice that's been inflicted upon African people for the benefit of the white ruling class and white society at large for hundreds of years. And this is going to be an amazing campaign that's going to um, 
encompass you know hundreds and hundreds of CEOs that we're going to be targeting. And as Chairman O'Malley Ishitella has pointed out, uh, part of the crisis of imperialism that he has observed and summed up for years is that the white ruling class, the moneyed sector, the bourgeoisie, if you will, is vulnerable and concerned about where they're going to be in the future, that they can see the status quo business as usual is on its way into the dustbin of history. Mm. And they're trying to figure out, okay, how do we stay how do we stay connected to what what the future is going to look like? And there have been a lot of struggles already taking place um, around the whole question of the moneyed sector, but this is going to take it to a revolutionary place and call for the revolutionary demand for reparations to African people. So uh, I'm going to talk about GEO, but Penny, I was wondering if anything you wanted to add about just the kind of overarching approach to the whole moneyed sector that we're talking about for this year. Well, I want to salute both of you. It's great on the, to be on Reparations in Action again. I want to salute Black Power 96.3 and unite with the fundraiser. And yes, let's make our $500 today. And of course, I want to salute Chairman Omalia Shatella and the African People's Socialist Party, the Vanguard, under whose leadership we in the African People's Solidarity Committee uh, work every single day and just how the chairman has brought and continues to bring all of us and the world the science of revolution that you know that we're, we're not revolutionaries because we say we are there's a science to it and that science hinges on the leadership of the African working class united all around the world so this is um, this is really critical, and this is what you know we want to win in the white community. Um, and this question of reparations as a revolutionary demand, and why we as white people owe reparations. Well, the African People's Solidarity Committee and Uhuru Solidarity Movement are reparations. That's what we're yeah. about. That's mm-hmm. what we do. That's our brand. That's our DNA. Because we are an organization that was formed by the African People's Socialist Party based on the understanding that all the wealth of capitalism in the United States are based on just the most hideous things that human beings can do to other human beings. The assault on African people, turning African people into commodities, into work machines, um, to, you know, where all white people could have the power of life and death over them on this land in which white people, all of us participated in the genocide and still do, of the indigenous people stealing this land. This has created the wealth that we experience and we owe reparations. And I just wanted to say one thing that's happening here um, in St. Louis, and there are many things, and we're going to be talking about it. St. Louis is where I am. But, um, you know, when Mike Brown was was murdered and there was an incredible uprising, the St. Louis settled with his family for one point five million dollars. And of course, the um, lawyers take at least half of that. Mm -hmm. But just to say that the other day, well, actually, it's a while ago, but it's been in the paper that there was one gay cop gay male white cop on the police force in this this 
treacherous, murderous police force here. Mm -hmm. And he um, did a lawsuit against the police force for harassment of him. And he won from the city $30 million. One person, $30 million. Wow. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, and, and the, it's, it's actually the whole county of St. Louis, and they're taking out, um, they have to take out loans to do that because, you know, they all steal so much of the money anyway, all these politicians, so they don't have it on hand. And there's other things I could say about that. But I just want to say that, you know, mm -hmm. no African has received $20 million, $30 million right. for anything, for murder, for, you know, just everything that this this system does and so it shows that there's colonialism and it shows that we owe reparations and i think that that's really critical and that's why the chairman omali chatella has been calling on us for quite a while to go to the moneyed sector because meaning the ceos the elite the those White people who have their money based on the enslavement of African people or some aspect of it. People whose fortunes have been um, just created and, and go every day with um, the horrible exploitation of African people. And, you know, there was a lawsuit that's actually been going on against the... Um, you know, the, pharmace the pharmaceutical company that did the opioids... Um, their name escapes me right at this moment oh, yeah. um, for what they have done and all the amount of money, all the, the billions of dollars that they've made on, on spreading and putting opioids into white communities, basically. Yeah. And of course, African communities as well. And yet there is nothing like that against what people, you know, it's taken for granted that, um, the uh, making millions and even billions of dollars and more based on the imprisonment of African people, based on, um, f you know, fraudulent mortgages like Wells Fargo did, um, based on the police murders and all the different kinds of equipment and everything of gentrification, everything that affects the African community is very rarely brought out. And this is our job now to take on this sector and to charge them with genocide, charge them that they owe reparations. And that has to go to the Black Power Blueprint, to the programs of Black Star Industries for political and economic power in the hands of the African community. And that's why, so one of the people, and we're going to be talking a lot more about this campaign because it's going to be really, really powerful in the upcoming months. But one of them is George Zoli, the, um, the chair, the CEO of the GEO Group, which is um, heavily in the state of Florida, Texas, and many other states in the United States, as well as in South Africa, the United Kingdom, Australia, is the colonial prison economy. And they are being targeted by some forces, some white people in Southern Florida that Jesse's gonna talk about a little bit more. Um, and, you know, we salute them for doing that. And one of the reasons that they are taking it on is because of CEOs, GEOs, sorry, GEOs um, 
relationship to the incarceration of indigenous people who are crossing the southern border into the United States. And so that's one of the things happening. But we also have to say that this guy's everyday bread and butter is on the suffering of African people. And with clauses, as it signed, GEO group signed with the state of Florida that they're all beds in the prisons, these private prisons in the state of Florida, have to be maintained at 90% full. Wow. So, you know, yeah. so it's in the interest of the state to continuously criminalize African people, mm-hmm. to arrest them, to hold them in prison, and to continue the colonial uh, mass incarceration of these concentration camps called prisons. And these people have to be exposed. They have to pay reparations. They have to pay reparations to that African liberation movement and Black Power Blueprint and Black Star Industries. Uhura. Uhura. So exposing. That's like it's a quota, isn't it? When, when yeah. you say that 90% of your prison beds have to be filled, yep. that's an economic basis for the quota that everyone is yes. always talking about. It seems that the police operate on in the African community. That's just outrageous. Jesse. Yeah, yeah I mean, I appreciate uh, Penny for deepening the whole political basis for this campaign. And it's going to be amazing. I mean, it's this is the way that regular white people who want to take a stand against what our government and the ruling class is doing in our name, this is how we fight back. Mm -hmm. This is how we can struggle with our own white ruling class on the side of African people and the oppressed peoples of the world. So um, it's going to be amazing. And and I I want to – so let's talk about Zoli. And and, uh, so, yeah, George Zoli, he's got – he's the CEO, as was mentioned, of GEO Group. So he'll be on the list. And it's going to be a long list. I mean, that $30 million – gay white cop might need to be on the list he definitely owes a big chunk of that all of it to Uh reparations um but we really want to focus on corporate leaders ceos and uh companies that like penny said have made their money off of the oppression of african people which is really all of them some of them it's pretty obvious how like apple and others that we're going to talk about but george zoli he makes 6.6 million dollars a year running a geo group and geo group as was mentioned they run private prisons throughout the whole world and recently um there was an article which i'm um i'm sorry you're going in and out as far as i can hear i don't know if that other people are experiencing that as well no that's just some something internet connection with skype but we should be okay for the radio okay all right all right so hopefully that will smooth out um but okay so this is an article from the Miami Herald, which is a terrible CIA Gusano newspaper, but that's another story. Um, they protested against private prisons. Now they're facing prison time in South Florida. And wait till you hear what they're facing prison time for. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, so six activists who planned and participated in a protest against private prisons at GEO Group's headquarters in Boca two months ago were rearrested during a Palm Beach County hearing Tuesday. Records show that six people who were originally arrested the day of the protest on December 3rd and charged with misdemeanor trespassing are now facing two additional felony charges, false imprisonment and conspiracy to commit false imprisonment along with misdemeanor criminal mischief. 
A, an additional activist was rearrested on Friday at her Broward home, and another protester who lives out of town is also facing the same charges. The decision to upgrade the charges uh, was made after the Boca Raton police investigators completed a follow-up investigation. The Palm Beach State Attorney's Office has also filed with the court the formal document with the false imprisonment charges. GEO Group, which also runs adult detention centers for U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, is based in Boca Raton. The contractor runs one ICE detention center in Florida, the Broward Transitional Center in Miramar, um, but they also run other private prisons in which mainly African people are locked up, which, as Penny said, somehow that just gets covered over altogether. Mm -hmm. Um, And anyway, we could say a lot about that, but... So this is what happened. So these demonstrators held a protest, and basically their goal was to shut down business for the day uh, at GEO Group to basically put a, uh, a wedge in their machine and, and stop them from being able to operate business as usual for a day. So they did this big demonstration. They locked, them, you know, locked arms and, and barricaded the entrance, and they put a big banner in front of the, the entrance to the building that had a, a sign that said, this facility is on lockdown. And – People couldn't get into work, so they, they weren't able to have business that day at GEO Group. So it was a pretty bold action that they held. So they were arrested on misdemeanor charges. And then after they did this, this so-called investigation, the police concluded that there, they, they discovered that there was supposedly a security guard inside the headquarters while they were doing the demonstration. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're charging them with false imprisonment for – quote-unquote, imprisoning the security guard in the GEO group headquarters where the actual imprisonment of millions of African people mm-hmm. is coordinated. That's what these uh, protesters are being charged with. So um, that's basically what happened. Uh, the overnight guard told police he saw people getting out of a moving truck at 6 a.m. When he went to go push the door open, a man slammed a barrel in front of the door. Uh, I didn't know what it was. It could have been terrorists, he says. Um, according to the report, he, the panicked guard noted that a protester uh, uh, wrote a letter and stuck it to the window, which apparently said, you should quit your job. <laughs> so anyway, that's basically what happened. And um, obviously, we salute these, these uh, demonstrators for taking a stand against the whole prison uh, question and private prisons. And what was that? That's, that might have been a car outside or something, Penny. It sounds like something. Can you hear us? I can I can kind of hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So um, so basically what we want to say about this, I mean, we can open it up for discussion, but my initial impression is that, you know, obviously we salute these forces for doing that, and actually we've been trying to get in touch with them and have talked to a few of them Um you know, to see about future actions and things, because we want to do actions, we want to do demonstrations, and we want to be part of shutting down GEO and understanding that private prisons are just the beginning. That's mm-hmm. just the tip mm-hmm. of the iceberg mm-hmm. of how the prison economy functions as a tool of colonial oppression and genocide against African people. And even if every single private prison was closed down, that the the prison economy remains intact. And that the whole thing has to go the entire, mm-hmm. and that's why we have to call for reparations to African people, and for just to com- the release of all African prisoners who mm-hmm. are every African prisoner 
is a political prisoner. So, yeah, I just want to open that up. Uhuru. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, um, yeah, I think it was a, a bold action, and I think it was it was a great action yeah. in a lot of ways. And I think that, and I, and I salute them, and I, I think that when we see, um, you know, going up against the money sector, going up against the state, they're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, but this is what they can do. Yep. And this is what they do to African people where, you know, people thought they were off or they're just facing met, um, misdemeanors and now they're facing felony charges. Right. And this is the story of the African community every day where there's dictatorship of the white ruling class because it, there's no regard for the rule of law. Um, and the law is in the minds of the ruling class. That's that's all it is. Mm-hmm. So. You know, African people are always having their charges changed and increased and their sentence lengthened and, you know, completely because it's a colonial prison system. And the thing that I want to say, though, is that that, you know, the whole fact is that this is the land of the indigenous people, whether they're coming from the south or Mm -hmm. whether they're indigenous people inside the United States and or Canada or, or the Caribbean or any place else in this entire hemisphere, this is their land. And that we have to begin, you know, I would call on, on us to begin a struggle that acknowledges that, mm-hmm. that they, this is clearly a colonial prison system and that I unite. It's completely true that there is there. It's not a solution to get rid of private prisons because okay. So what is what's going to happen? Um, just all the Africans who are in private prisons will now be in highly overcrowded, hideous mm-hmm. um, U.S. government-controlled prisons. And when you look at, it, I don't know if people have been following what's going on in the state of Mississippi. Twenty-four Africans have died in the struggles that are going on there right now, just this, you know, it's intense, brutal, horrible things. Here in St. Louis, there's what's called the workhouse where um, African people are in this this detention center for sometimes years, and it's filled with rats as big as cats. Mm. It's filled with roaches, rats, mice, overflowing sewer system, Um, into the rooms, you know, mold, everything, everything possible and abuse. This is the conditions of the colonial prison system. But it's that the prison system must go because colonialism must go. And that's what we are trying to win, that we have to deepen this. It's, It's just, it is really in a way, it's very wrong to just have it as a single issue about private prisons. Yeah, it is. We have to go all the way because mm-hmm. they'll make, you know, they, they just put people back in, into prison, mm-hmm. federal prison, state yeah. prison, or think of another name for it. Yep. You know, it's just, it always, it, yeah. it's always that way. The only way that the conditions for African and indigenous people can be changed is revolution. Mm-hmm. And the African People's Socialist Party is fighting to overturn this. Um, it's a matter of life and death. And this is why we stand in solidarity with that. And so that George Zoli is a symbol. 
Right. It's a symbol of one sector of the ruling class and one of the myriad of ways that white people make our living off the backs at the expense of the incredible suffering of African people. Yeah, I Thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to add something else that was in the news a few months ago that I think really helps to prove that it's extremely problematic to narrow our scope to private prisons, um, which is the, this thing called the First Step Act. This was supposedly the most mm-hmm. sweeping prison reform and criminal justice reform bill to be passed in many years, and that's how they described it. It was passed by Trump with broad bipartisan unanimous support major you know kim kardashian was going around lobbying for it and the two companies that paid that spent the most money lobbying for first step act to be passed were geo group and core civic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is supposed to be a pri- private prison yeah right. it's supposed to yeah. be it's supposed to be a prison reform thing quote unquote or so-called criminal justice reform but it's obviously a cover mm-hmm. and the the the, 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 my, the financial interest that they had in it is that okay so the first step act was something to quote ease punitive prison sentences at the federal level um, the federal level in, in the federal system, there's only 181,000. I mean, that's still a lot, but out of 2.1 million, it's a small uh, overall small percentage of the people who would actually be affected by it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not really it didn't really make that much of a difference in terms of the prison system as a whole. But the thing that it did it, it put an emphasis on re-entry, quote unquote, re-entry and rehabilitation, as they called it, which includes things like, ankle bracelets that monitor your activity and halfway houses and stuff like that and who owns the companies that are producing those things geo group so Mm -hmm. geo group has their slimy tentacles in every facet of the prison system not just private prisons and i just think that's one example that shows that it's you're not you're gonna destroy the whole colonial prison economy by abolishing private prisons because Bernie Sanders, who voted for the omnibus crime bill and who was quoted at the time saying, we need more jails, Mm -hmm. is now calling for the abolition of private prisons. Mm -hmm. So we have to go beyond that. That's why, as Penny said, we have to stand in solidarity with African people and their fight for reparations and political and economic power and the end to the whole prison system, the whole colonial prison system. Yeah. It is so foul and parasitic to the bone at, yeah. at every level that you discuss this, whether it's the, the private prisons with Zoli raking in all this money and getting what it sounds like, what you're talking about is just a state-sanctioned monopoly mm-hmm. and, and calling it private prison reform. It's it's just disgusting. And then uh, to realize that you've got hundreds of millions more African people and other colonized people in prisons that are run by the state. And we've seen how genocidal they can be. If you want some details about that, you can read the book Overturning the Culture of Violence, uh, written by Chairwoman Penny Hess. Yes. And um, the, the horrors that she describes in those books, in, in that book, have only been exposed more since that book was written. Things have not gotten better. These prisons that we're talking about are, in fact, concentration camps. They are dungeons. The, the, the uh, conditions that you're describing are, are inhuman. So right. we shouldn't be under any illusion that this is anything else. 
I, I know we have to go to a quick music break, but I want to shout out some of our viewers on Facebook. We have some, we got some big names watching us. I'm really, I'm really proud to say Deputy Chair Ona Zanea Shatella right. is tuning in. So Uhuru, Deputy Chair Ona Zanea Shatella, Uhuru, Deputy Chair, and uh, Paula Lipsy, Virginia Wilson. The director of agitation and propaganda, Akile Anai, is tuning in. Uhuru. Right. And uh, Akile wrote, the best radio station on the planet. You can listen anywhere with the Black Power 96 app for Apple and Android or at blackpower96.org. Don't forget to donate. Salute to reparations in action. And salute to Black Power 96 and director Akile. And I want to echo that. Don't forget to donate. Let us know. Um, you can you can call if we want to say the number. That's right. Yes. Um you can go either to blackpower96.org slash donate, or you can call by dialing 1-888-279-2796. That's 888-979-2796. And donate generously to Black Power 96. And if you're on Facebook, let us know in the comments if you are planning to donate, and we'll announce it. And we will be back in just a minute. All right. Uhuru.
Ohuru, and welcome back to Reparations in Action. You're listening to Black Power 96.3 WBPU in St. Petersburg, and this is a community radio station. It is run by the African People's Education and Defense Fund, a nonprofit, and today is a fund drive for Black Power 96. FM in St. Petersburg, the most incredible community radio station that I've ever encountered, run by the black community for the black community. And we have a goal of raising $500 in this show and in the following show. And we've come some of the ways there. Jesse, can you give us an update of where we are? We've raised $135 from our show today, and we want to thank Lisa Watson, Sean Neville, Penny Hess, the African People's Solidarity Committee, Jamie Simpson. Doesn't that make it 145? Or and myself. Okay. Uh, well, 145. 145. You are absolutely correct. Okay. 145. So if you're listening, you can be part of helping us achieve the goal that we must achieve today within this last, what, 28 minutes that we've got? Yes. So within 28 minutes. 24 minutes. 24 minutes. We are asking you to recognize that your role in this community is significant. Especially if you're a white person listening to Black Power 96.3, if you've discovered this, we are here on this station because we have been asked by the African People's Socialist Party to come into organization under the African People's Solidarity Committee and Uhuru Solidarity Movement to go back into the white community and win other people like ourselves to the concept that we owe reparations for centuries of enslavement, for colonial plunder of Africa, for the the seizure of this land, and that uniting with that is our only future. Uniting with that is the only positive vision that we can have for a future where we regain our humanity, where we're not living at the expense of the rest of the world. You can put that concept into action right now by going to blackpower96.org slash donate, or you can go to the phone and make a pledge of support by dialing one 888 979-2796. That's 888-979-2796. So we are asking people to take action today. This is something, this is a show called Reparations in Action. And this is one of the critical institutions of the African community, the African working class, to be able to speak to its own, to be able to speak to the community, to say the truth that we don't get in the bourgeois media that constantly slanders the African community, that constantly pushes its gentrification agenda on people as though it were normal, right? That constantly tells you the things going on, whether it's shutting off water at a, at a community, community housing facility or shooting uh, a young man uh, in St. Petersburg in, in the middle of the night and then coming up with a lie about it. That's what you can expect from the bourgeois media. Here you will hear the truth. Here you will hear news and perspective from the African working class uh, view, the African internationalist lens. That is not something you're going to find anywhere else. So if that is something that's important to you, we're calling on you to step up today and contribute whatever you're able to do, whether it's $5 a month or $500 a month. Your participation is important. And you can express that again by going to blackpower96.org slash donate, or you can call one 979 2796. Jesse, I'm really proud to be a supporter of Black Power 96. I am as well. It has been an incredible journey to watch, you know, from, from the day that the tower first went up, 
right, to the, the beta testing. I mean, it, it has been an incredible process to see this station develop, advance, and mature, and really deepen its roots in the community and see the support that it gets from the African community, from the black community. And we know that there are other people listening to this station and seeing what's happening. What are your thoughts on that, Jesse? I, my thoughts are virtual ident- virtually identical to yours. Um, I, I agree. I'm very proud to be a, a supporter and also to have this show and really honored. And um, I really want to urge anyone who's listening to go to blackpower96.org slash donate or call the number, which is... 1-888-979-2796. Again, that's 888-979-2796. And somebody will answer your call and we'll be able to announce it or if you're on facebook if you're one of our viewers we do have people watching on facebook shout out to you uh you can let us know in the comments if you're planning on donating um yeah i i just want to agree that with what an amazing journey it's been to see this radio station uh come to life and i have lived in st petersburg for about 12 years and i remember st pete before black power 96 and i pretty much uh couldn't listen to the radio Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's just total garbage, terrible music, um, you know, white left liberal commentary or even sometimes Zionist shows on the radio, you know, on so-called progressive radio stations. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a complete vacuum of anything meaningful or, you know, or or good, <laughs> you know, to put it simply. Um, and Black Power 96, you know, changed all of that. And there's no radio station like this. There's no radio station like Black Power 96, not only in the Tampa Bay area, but anywhere. It's an amazing, amazing radio station. The music is great. I just want to say that. Yeah. In addition to the political content and the programs, um, the music is great. Even the commercials are good. You know, I mean, everything on Black Power 96 is done in such a unique African working class way. And this is the radio station of the African working class. This is the radio station of the people. Mm-hmm. So we have to really take responsibility for for funding it. And as white people, we have to take responsibility as a stand of reparations. That you know, if we're if we're people that sit around and watch CNN and feel angry about what these reactionary pundits are saying or read the New York Times or the Tampa Bay Times and want to throw the newspaper against the wall because of the way they slander the black community. Instead of just being angry about it, we can do something positive with that anger and channel it into a donation to Black Power 96 because this is the people's voice. This is the black community's voice. This is the truth. It, it really is. And I, it's, it's such an uplifting, inspiring, and empowering radio station controlled by and working in the interests of the community of the African community and I really unite with what you're saying about the music yeah. you know with these corporate bourgeois radio stations you hear the same even if they're classic songs that might have been right. good at one point <laughs> they become like a commercial in and of themselves yep. and uh, you just hear it on repeat here at Black Power 96 if, if anyone has spent some time listening you know this is a place where you can find genuine black music genuine African culture on the radio and there's something for everyone there's no degrading lyrics 
features local talent, no repeating playlist of the same 10 songs or the same top 40 songs. Where else can you hear music like that that mm-hmm. you hear on Black Power 96 and then in between hear a report from Comrade Temba right. out on the streets of St. Petersburg's yeah, oh, yeah. black community yeah. or or hear a, a quick segment from Malcolm X or right. Chairman Amalia Chatella or Akile Anai. Right. This is incredible community radio. This is the kind of community radio that I was looking for as a young person that I thought existed um, in a certain place in Tampa that did not, in fact, exist as a progressive outlet. So this this is a real victory, and if you want to see it continue, you want to see it thrive, again, you can help us out. You can take that stand of supporting community radio in the black community, owned by the black community, for the black community, by going to blackpower96.org slash donate, or go to the phone and make a pledge of support by dialing one 888-979-2796. Again, that's 888-979-2796. The time for action is now. Yes. So we appreciate everyone who has already contributed, but we are a good ways away from our goal. So we want to encourage people to continue to go to that website, make that phone call, blackpower96.org slash donate, or again, that number, 888-979-2796. Chairwoman Penny, any thoughts on why you support Black Power 96? I just really want to unite and call on everybody out there to give to Black Power 96.3 FM and you know I just think of okay if we were in St. Pete I'm in St. Louis right now but if we were in St. Pete which is not that different from any place else we would have a choice between Bubba the Love Sponge <laughs> or WMNF which is mm-hmm. exactly the same yeah. mm-hmm. or NPR or 70s light you know, music or, you know, what, whatever. And it's just, it's, it's horrible. And it's something, you know, why, why nobody listens to the radio anymore. But in, I mean, it's just like Black Power 96 is incredible. It is something that is not replicated any place on this planet and certainly not in the United States. And it's about the definition of, of what's on the radio, the culture, the um, power over the lives of the African community is is what emanates from this show and you know just from the station. And, and what's so amazing too is to see the beautiful, beautiful music from all around the African world, all yes. around the world, period. And um, just to see the shows, and I see um, DJ Eddie is on right now, so I'm going to turn it back over to him, but I want to call on everybody listening to go ahead and pay reparations, put in everything that you can to Black Power 96.3 FM. It is not charity. It is genuine solidarity. It is reparations to African people. Well said, Chairwoman Penny Hess. And now we'd like to officially announce our guest of honor today in in the studio. We're very honored to announce that we have with us today 
Mr. Eddie, the assistant manager of Black Power 96 and an, an incredible DJ in your own right. Uhuru and welcome. Uhuru, Conrad, man. I thank you for for that, man. And talking about uh, honor, it's actually an honor to be here on your show. And I'm so glad that you're back on Black Power. You had been missing for a while and truly missing by a, a whole lot of people. I am very sure of that, especially myself, Jamie, Jesse, and Miss Penny Hess. How are you doing this afternoon? And of course, Ma- well. Amanda. It's an honor to be here and great to see you thank you so much for coming on the show well you're quite welcome and again i want to say hello to amanda because uh i hear her all the time or know that she's around here you know (laughs) (laughs) so yeah but thanks again uh you guys reparation in action man what a what a great show and an awesome show here at black power 96.3 fm i just want to thank you guys for all the work you're doing and uh, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Young people, this is very encouraging to me because it does my heart good to see people like Jesse, 29 years old and 30 years old, actually. And uh, people, young people that are coming together because they're doing the right thing. You know, it's, it's, we can all do certain things, but when you do the right thing and it's a positive thing and it it's just warms my heart to see what you guys have accomplished and what you're doing and you are the future. That's why it's so bright for me to see that even being blind. I am proud of saying that I'm a part of you guys' show, Arnold. Well, Mr. Eddie, to, for, for a lot of us who listen to Black Power 96, you are the voice yes. of Black Power 96. You are the perennial DJ mm-hmm. with an authoritative voice. So. Talk, talk slow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I appreciate it. It really is a privilege to be here. I, I learn a lot from listening to you. Well, well thank you again. I, I appreciate that. And uh, I'm learning from you guys, you know. Uh, it's been many years. I've been listening to the Chairman O'Malley Isatelli for uh, what seems like a lifetime. I was actually, I believe I told him I was like 11 years old when I first heard him on radio. This was, uh, telling my age, 46 years ago. And I was like, who is this guy on the radio talking about black this and black that? Can, <laughs> can, I, can I turn the station because I'm a little boy and I don't under, you know, I didn't understand that then. Uh-huh. And, and now to grow up and he's been an icon uh, in my life and and to get older and just see him grow and grow from just being here in St. Petersburg and now traveling all over the world even experiencing London Oxford uh this is amazing accomplishment that the uh, chairman has uh not only done for himself but for the African people in the African nation and this is why he's gone so far because he's not thinking about himself and when you and when you do things for your people and others, then you will advance. And that's why I think I've been so successful here at Black Power, uh, becoming the assistant manager because I, I just feel like I'm doing so much not for myself, yeah, but for for the people and others, working class. You know, it really comes through. It really comes through that you're you're coming from a place of, of sacred duty when when you take this on, and uh, we we can hear that in your voice. We can see it in your in your commitment. Yes. And, yes. And this is what we're asking people who are listening to support mm-hmm. to uh, you know become supporters. And Just we actually have a uh, contribution from Virginia, Virginia Wilson in Louisville, Kentucky. Sorry, awesome. Virginia Wilson in Louisville, Kentucky is watching. She has moved 
by this interview, and she's putting in ten dollars towards our goal. Awesome! All right, Peru, Peru, yes, right on awesome. Virginia. And we and we need more people like that. You know, when uh, I I raise funds for the station because it's an awesome station. Number one, number two, you have to get the point of this station and what we're about here. The working class. If it wasn't for the working class, man, what kind of class would we have in the United States? Uh, it, it's all about the working class that made the, the America what it, America is. Uh, we were we were brought here to work, slave, and do everything that they told us, made us, and and demanded. Mm-hmm. And now we're demanding reparations. Yes. I mean, because if you you did that, and now we need to stand up, vanguard up. You know, Chairman talks about it yes. all the time. Look, yes. all the time, vanguard up, get yourself right, make a stand, and do the right thing. What I was just explaining. And so when you give to this station, you're not just giving because of, of Penny Hess just said it, charity. Oh, we don't want charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not looking for charity. Mm-hmm. We're, we're looking for people that are, are knowing the science, knowing the commitment that you have, the responsibility that you have to the African community, to the black people. I went to the store the other day, Jamie, I don't want to take too much of your time, Jesse, and you guys, but I went to the store the other day. And I told the guy, listen, we're having a fundraising. He's like, oh, I don't know. I said, you're the owner? Yes, I'm the owner. I said, well, you're in this community, man. And you're taking a loan from myself. I come in this store almost every day. It's a block from my house. And I purchase, uh, patronize you every day or every other day. Just if you put my money alone aside, you would have enough to give us $100 a week. And, and you see how many people come into your store? Mm-hmm. You have to think about those things. So mm-hmm. I want everybody who's watching and uh, to donate, donate to this show because it's a great, great, awesome show. And without a show like this kind, Reparation in Action, we would be, uh, you, you know, we would have to have find someone to fill in this void. Mm-hmm. Because it's the void what you guys are doing. You're the only ones here on Black Power 96.3 who are out there knocking on doors, beating on doors, saying, look, white people, Caucasian, we owe the black community reparations. Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. Yes. Yes. And you guys are doing it, man. So I want to, I really want to commend you for that. I really do. Because it's an awesome thing you're doing. And you're so young. This is, this is what... It's very encouraging for people who are watching around the world. It's very encouraging to see our young people because we know for a fact by uh, watching news and reading papers, you guys, that young people are missing in our society, in our life. Mm -hmm. And because they've been taken away and and felt into a society where we have to be subjected to all kinds of BS, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so glad to see you young people doing what you're doing, man. Some some of us are uh, close to being not very young any longer, (laughs) but I I, I take your compliment and appreciate I think that there's something youth generating about being in an uh, African revolutionary organization. Yes. Yes, the revolution will keep you young. And uh, the the truth of what you're saying Mm -hmm. is, is so manifest. Yes. That uh, what, what at whatever age we are, we can mm-hmm. uh, choose to keep our feet firmly in this oppressive, parasitic, pessimistic system mm-hmm. that has no plan for the future. Doesn't even make a pretense yes. of having a plan for a future or right. a desire to see human beings be able to sustain themselves in any real way. Mm-hmm. And uh, or, so, so you can choose that nightmare, or you can choose the future. 
You yes. can choose supporting the African community, supporting the only independent voice of the African working class yes. that I'm aware of mm -hmm. uh, that is owned by the African working class in the whole country, certainly here in St. Petersburg. Right. You so, can choose to be like Kristen Forthen in Spokane who's watching and who put in $10 towards yeah. our goal. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So that means we've raised $165 for Black Power 96.3 FM. And we have 335 left to go to raise our goal for the February fun drive yes. um, here on Black, Black Power 96.3 FM. That's so. right. And I think it leaves us about $90 away from our bare minimum for today. Yes. Uh, we wanted to raise five. We need to raise $500 in the next two shows. This is, this is just mm -hmm. the basic nuts and bolts of mm -hmm. keeping a radio station in motion, of delivering you the programming that you deserve as a community, yes. that you deserve as an audience. So help us to do that today. Um, $90 away to, just to get to our minimum, $335 away for our total. And you mm -hmm. can help us reach that goal by going to blackpower96.org slash donate, mm -hmm. or you can go to the phone and make a quick call make a pledge of support to this african-owned radio station this independent community radio station right here in st pete by dialing 1-888-979-2796 that's 888-979-2796 and we're his reparations in action my name is jamie simpson here with my co-host jesse neville and we have the honor of being in the studio with mr eddie the dj extraordinaire and mm -hmm. assistant manager of black power 96.3 wbpu lpfm in st petersburg florida yes yes so much man thank you for for being here again jesse jamie and amanda and penny Hess. you guys are doing a great job a wonderful job here at black power 96.3 fm i really really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart uh, assistant manager here at penny Hess. I, I listen to her all the time, and you guys talk about Blood Diamonds. I mean, it's just an yeah. awesome show that you have, and you're doing such a good job. And, Jamie, I'm going to uh, go ahead and pledge 25 myself right. for wow. you guys' show. Wow. And, and uh, I, I, I want, I want to, to keep Thank going. You, you're, you're quite welcome. And I want everyone who's watching to do the same. Uh, I don't know many people knew me from singing downtown. I mean, that's been my fixture yes. for over 35 years. I've sung on the streets of Macquarie's in front of St. Pete. And uh, I've gotten older since the beginning of that time. And uh, But I, I just want to let the people know that I'm here now as assistant manager and that God has really blessed my life to be in a position to help others. So if you are watching online, and uh, this resonates with you. I, I extremely, extremely advise you to go ahead and, and give. Give. That's that's the main thing. We it takes over sixteen hundred dollars a month to run the station. Mm -hmm. So and that's monthly. Right. So if we can get uh, Jamie's show wants to Jesse's show wants to uh, reparation action collect five hundred and two two weeks. We can do it. You, we can do it. Yeah. We I, can, I, we can I have it. a cool uh, announcement to make here. Actually. Um, We've got some some really uh, great viewers on right now. Shout out to Director Akile who said, "Black Power '96 is not just changing the world, not just explaining the world, but changing the world." And uh, Deputy Chair Onizne Yeshitela put in a comment. Um, Deputy Chair says, "Huru comrades, see y'all put DJ Eddie on because you know he's my favorite DJ of all time, <laughs> whose awesome. commitment to Black Power FM radio is shown every single day." Um, awesome and. 
She says, love you. I and love that, you too. And Deputy Chair is going to put in $25. All wow. right. Awesome. Big salute. Yes. Deputy yes. Chair. Yes. 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 So that brings us to 215. Pretty close to our halfway mark. And I know we have to close out in the next. Yes. Yes, we do. But so, so we just we want to we want to thank everyone who has donated, everyone who has tuned in. I want to thank, of course, Black Power ninety six point three WBPU LPFM in Saint Petersburg. I want to thank Mr. Eddie, mm-hmm. the incredible assistant manager of Black thank Power ninety six, for joining us today in the studio. And remind everyone that if you still want to donate, you can go to blackpower ninety org slash donate, or go to the phone and make a pledge of support by dialing one eight 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 nine. 2796. That number again, 888-979-2796. And with that, I want to thank my co-host, Jesse Neville, chair of the Hoover Solidarity Movement. Uhuru, it was great to be on. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Eddie and Cheryl Penny Hess and our engineer, Amanda, and you, Jamie. It was a great show. An honor as always, and we want to salute and thank Chairwoman Penny Hess out in St. Louis for joining us as uh, our co-host yet again this week. Fantastic. Thank you, Chairwoman. Thank you, and all of you. It was great to be here. Excellent. And we'll see all of you back next week on Reparations in In Action. Action.